the Release Women Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. What's going on? It's Jessica Janae, and this is a brand new episode of the Released Women Podcast. I am so excited to be sitting down today to share with you some things that have been on my heart, the things that God wants me to share to his daughters, or should I say with his daughters. So listen, it's going to be a great episode. Um, Before I get started or get too deep into this thing, y'all, make sure that you are sharing these new episodes with those who you know could use it, your girlfriends, your co-workers, your mentees. Um, even your mentors, your aunties, anybody that you feel, any lady that you feel will be blessed from the Release Women podcast. Make sure you share with them. Don't hold all these these gems and all this goodness to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Share the wealth. And also make sure that you um, are subscribed to this podcast so that you can be notified when a new episode drops. And also make sure that you please, please, please rate and leave reviews, okay? The more reviews and ratings we get, the more people this podcast will be exposed to. So help me help you help us help the Release Women community. Um, Y'all know I'll be starting off with a lesson of the week. And today's lesson of the week um, actually happened yesterday. Um, So I'm going to be very transparent. This may be TMI, but we're all ladies here, right? So four days, it never fails, four days leading up to um, my actual period, okay, um, are like some of the most craziest days for me. Um, As far as like I have no energy, I have no desire to do anything I have no motivation to do anything like I'm just very fatigued um and it didn't start until I got out of birth off of birth control and the birth control was completely out of my system so for the past year and a half the birth control has been completely out of my system right and so now four days leading up it never fails to my period I am very drowsy I'm very tired like I just have no no drive no motivation right And then sometimes um, my emotions are up and down. They're up and down, up and down. And so on yesterday, Sunday, um, my mom called me. And shout out to my mom. It seems like she knows exactly when to call me. Like, exactly when to call me. Um, I never have to say, like, oh, mom, I'm going through something. Like, it seems like she always calls me. And when she calls me at those moments where I'm feeling down, she is so upbeat, right? And my mom don't always seem upbeat. Although she be upbeat, sometimes sis can be like, oh, hey, girl. But every time she calls me when I really need it, she always has the energy and the excitement that I wish I had in those moments. Um, So she called me yesterday. She asked me how I was doing. And I shared with her, well, you know, um, I've been kind of down. My period has had me kind of down today. And she thought I was talking about emotional emotionally um because she was like yeah you know your emotions can be up and down when your period's on I was like no ma I'm talking about physically like physically I'm just out of it so we continued with our talk and then we got off the phone and I was like oh my goodness at that moment I realized that my mother was right that I was emotionally having a moment where I just felt down but because of the type of person that I am I rarely take time to um how do I say it like really understand how I'm feeling right and I mean it by this if my if I'm down if I'm feeling down like that those emotions really have to be pounding me for me to actually acknowledge them right so if I'm feeling down but it's bearable then I'm okay because I can ignore it 
right? But it, the moment that my emotions are down, but it starts to pound and starts to really knock on my my heart's door, that's when I acknowledge it. But I realized after my mom said it, after I got the phone with my mom, I should say, that I had not been acknowledging my emotions that I was feeling down. Because as soon as my mom said something about my emotions, I automatically came back with no I'm not emotionally down I'm just physically down like you know kind of defensively and so sis I want to let you know that it's okay and this is what I learned yesterday it's okay to give yourself permission to be in an uncomfortable spot it's okay to give yourself permission to um not be okay that's totally okay um so I went for a ride to Wendy's Got something to eat. I wasn't really hungry, but I just wanted to get out. I just wanted to drive. So that's what I did. I went and got something to eat from Wendy's. I'm um, a little baked potato. Um, and I, you know, I listened to my worship music. I let a few tears flow. And just to kind of like have my mind just kind of release. Because sitting up in the apartment sometimes can get a little overwhelming. Um, so when I got back yesterday, I felt much better. But then when I woke up this morning, um, just to kind of get myself together and to pray and read my devotionals, God showed me Psalm 121. And I just want to share it with you. It says, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go both now and forever. And y'all, what I was reminded of this morning is that God cares about us. I already knew that he cares. I know that he cares, but I was reminded like this morning, I needed God to show me this scripture and God is so good because he will speak to our hearts. He will speak to the places of our hearts that we don't even know that we need to be spoken to y'all. And God was so kind. He was so generous to allow me to, um, get on intentionally get on psalm 121 and so i just want to remind you that your help comes from the lord he made the heavens and he made this earth which means that nothing that's going on in the world today can separate you from god nothing that's going on in this world or on this earth um is too hard from god why because he created he created the heavens and he created the earth he will not let you fall. His words is that he will not let you fall. So no matter how down you feel, no matter how um, many waves your emotions ride, God will not let you fall. And this is the better thing. This is the best thing right here is that he watches over you and he doesn't go to sleep nor does he slumber which means that he is constantly concerned about you he constantly has his eyes on you he's constantly worried about the things that worry you he's constantly concerned about the things that concerns you sis so the troubles that bother your heart the questions that you have that have no answers the confusion the um the, the, the anxiety, whatever it is, it doesn't always feel good. Those uncomfortable moments of life that happen, especially for women, especially those moments that we can't control because of our hormones. And I just want to cry thinking about it. Like there are moments where we have these emotions that we don't want to feel, but we feel them because of our hormones, y'all. 
But God is saying that he never falls asleep on us. He never slumbers and that he's always watching us. And he will stand beside us and he protects us, right? And that nothing will harm us by day, nor will nothing harm us by night. And that God is watching over us. And I'm declaring the cream because it's written in his word that he watches us as he come, as we come and as we go. So when you go to the grocery store, God's watching you. For those of you who are kind of still scared to go out in the public because of COVID-19 and all that's going on. When you're going to um, get gas, he's watching over you. When you're going for your walk, he's watching over you. And I'm just declaring and decreeing that no harm will come to you. No harm will come to your family. No diseases, no illnesses will come towards you and your family. And I'm also declaring and decreeing that although our emotions go in waves, although sometimes our emotions feel strong, God is strong. And it's okay to give yourself permission to be in those comfortable, uncomfortable spots. And for me, sometimes it's uncomfortable to acknowledge like, oh, okay, I don't feel my best emotionally. I don't feel okay. Like, I just want to cry. Why I want to cry? I don't know why I want to cry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's okay to give yourself permission to be in those uncomfortable spots but just know that you have a God that's right there with you um and although yes you need to acknowledge your emotions it's so much better to stand on what you on what you know acknowledge your emotions but stand on what you know and so that is my lesson for the week give yourself permission to feel what you feel but always always stand on what you know So now that we have our lesson of the week, um, I want to share with you something else that God has um, been dealing with me about. But I feel it so strongly for his daughters, y'all. I feel it so strongly for all of us because God wants to do a new thing in our lives. I am not going to say 2020 is canceled because we still have six months left and God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever hope for think of or imagine with these six months that we have left in 2020 and so God wants to do a new thing but in order for us to be able to walk in that newness we have to let go of our past and so today I want to look at Isaiah chapter 61 verses 1 through 3 and I know um that I just I have confirmation that this is what God wants me to talk about because over the weekend I had already said that I wanted to talk about letting go of the past but then after watching Insecure on yesterday I was like okay God I want to talk more about Issa and Lawrence but then when I woke up this morning I heard this song playing that goes um he gave me beauty for ashes um it's called love is a miracle and not only is that in a song a lyric in a song but it's also in the bible and so today I want to talk about um I guess the best way to sum it up is you're still not Issa and he's still not Lawrence and that God wants to do a new thing in your life. So if you are not an Insecure fan or if you have not been watching Insecure um, the past few episodes, the season finale took place on yesterday. And basically, um, it was more about Issa and Lawrence and I saw on social media, who do you want Issa to be with? Do Should Issa and Lawrence get back together? And I'm just like, no, they should not get back together. If you would have asked me this a few years ago, 
maybe even a year ago, I would have been like, yes, I want them to get back together because true love always wins. And, you know, people grow and people change and they need to get back together. But now I'm like, no, they don't need to get back together. Why? Because they were in each other's lives for a reason, a season and a purpose. Those purposes have been served. They've they've learned. They both grown and matured. I'm sorry, they both grew and matured. So now it's time to move on. And so let's start by reading Isaiah 61, 1 through 3, because I can go on and on. It says, the spirit of the sovereign, uh, sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. The first thing I need you to know, sis, is God wants to release us of the things and people of our past. He wants to release us. It says that um, God, he says, he has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim, proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. Sis, God wants to release you from your past. A lot of times we feel as though... We owe our past something. But like I said on the release Wednesday on last week, I said, you do not owe your past anything. You do not owe your past anything. 24-year-old you does not owe 18-year-old you nothing. 29-year-old me owes my 24-year-old nothing. My 24-year-old self nothing. You do not owe your past anything. You don't owe them anything. You don't owe your past anything. God wants to release you. God does not want you to be kept and bound up in the things of your past, the things that hurt you, the things that try to break you, those things that were no good for you. God doesn't want you to stay there, sis. God doesn't want you to be like the man at the pool of Bethesda who just sat there and every time um, it was time for him to get in the pool to be healed, he allowed other people to go around him. No, God wants you to be healed. He wants your heart to be mended. He wants you to be released from the things of your past. Number two, we go back to things because it's comfortable. But just because it's comfortable doesn't mean that it's good for you. I truly believe that Lawrence and um, Issa went back to each other because they're comfortable with each other. They were there for each other at moments that were meant to break them. They were there basically for the growing stages of each other's lives, right? Because if you're real with yourself... A lot of our exes and a lot of the people that we were connected with, they were in our lives at a time where we were broken. They were in our lives at a time where we didn't know ourselves. That doesn't necessarily mean that those people and those things and those opportunities will be good or beneficial for us now that we are getting to know ourselves or now that we're at a place where we already know ourselves a lot better than we did back then. So just because it's comfortable doesn't mean that it's good for you. Just because Issa and Lawrence are good for each other doesn't, I mean, I'm sorry, just because they're comfortable with each other doesn't mean that they're good for each other. 
And I know y'all are probably saying, well, Jess, why are you acting like Lawrence and Issa are real? Um, they're not real. Although they are fictional characters, there are a lot of Issas and there are a lot of Lawrences who feel like they got to they gotta go back to each other when that's not the case. And a lot of us are going to miss out on what's in front of us because we're so busy looking behind us. And let me add this. Just because somebody is from your past does not mean that they're a bad person. But it also doesn't mean that they need to be in your present or your future. And trust, if God really wants somebody in your present or in your future, he will make it happen. You won't have to force it. You won't have to beg for it. Right? You won't have to try to maneuver and manipulate things so that your your past can come with you in your present and in your future. If God really wants someone from your past to go with you in the future, he will make it happen. Just ask God for guidance and direction and um, also um, discernment. Right? Because a lot of times the enemy uses our comfortable places to trip us up. Number three, God has beauty for your ashes, not ashes for your ashes. It says in verse three, to all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty of ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. I remember when I was not really um, healed and, you know, we I thought like we'll never really arrive. But of course, we make progress. So when I was at a place when I didn't when I didn't have any progress as far as healing goes, I would always want to go back to my past when I didn't see anything new around me. Right? So I wasn't, I didn't see the beauty. I didn't see how God was going to give me beauty for the ashes that I had um, had. I didn't see that. So what did I want to do? I would have rather returned to the ashes instead of waiting for God to bring me that beauty that he's promised me. In place of my ashes. So sis, God says that he will give you beauty for your ashes. He will give you a better thing for the past thing. He will give you a greater thing for the thing that you thought was good that you he told you to let go of. He will give you beauty for your ashes. Not ashes for your ashes. But beauty. He wants to give you beauty for your ashes. Number four, God has more for you than the thing that broke your heart. This is so good. God has more for you than the thing or the person that broke your heart. A lot of times, if I'm completely honest, we want to stay with our past or we want to stay with those things or people that make us comfortable because we don't believe that it'll get any better. So this is when, one, we have to ask God to help us see ourselves the way that he sees us so that we can actually believe that we deserve better. But two, Ask God for the power to understand how wide and how high um, and how great his love is. Because a God is God is a good, good father, right? He would never take something away from you only to replace it with something less than. I don't believe God is that type of God. But God has more for you than the thing or the people that broke your heart or disappointed you, or rejected you, or um, mishandled you. God has something greater than that for you. He has something greater than the job that couldn't see your worth and terminated you for whatever reason. God has greater for you, sis. But you have to be open to receiving that greater. It's one thing to say it with your mouth, but how are you waiting? It's not always about what you're waiting for, but it's how you're waiting. God will know what you're waiting for by how you're waiting. 
God will know what you're ready to receive by how you are waiting. Number five, God has already declared you that you're free. He's already declared that you're free. So why do you continue to act like a prisoner? In verse one, it says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. Sis, you are already free. God has already said that he has released you from the things that try to um, hold you captive. That heartbreak, that bad relationship, that bad job, those bad habits, that low self-esteem, those um, those bad friendships, um, whatever it is that tries to hold you captive, those insecurities. Whatever it is that tries to hold you captive, God has already said that you are free from those things. So why do you keep acting like a prisoner? Why do your prayers sound like you're a prisoner? Why the way that you're living make you look like you're a prisoner? God has already released you from these things. He's already freed you from from these things. But it's time that we start walking in the freedom that God has for us. It isn't that the heartbreak hasn't let you go. It's that you haven't let your heartbreak go. It isn't that the person who hurt you hasn't let you go. It's that you haven't let that hurt or that person go. And I know that it's easier said than done. But that's why you don't try to do it on your own power and strength. But that's why you tap into the strength and power that is available to you from God. Like I said earlier, God never sleeps. He never slumbers. He's always concerned about you. So why do we, and I'm saying we because I I feel a little convicted myself. Why do we always act like we can't go to God with everything? Everything. A lot of times we try to save the bigger things for God. Well, this is a little small. Let me just wait and ask. Let me try to deal with this by myself and I'll say the bigger things for God. No, God is concerned about everything that concerns you. He's concerned about everything that is concerning you. And he never sleeps. He never slumbers. There'll be friends that you call or that you text that don't answer or that don't respond. But God will respond. God is there and he never sleeps nor slumbers. How many times have you called a friend or text somebody or call or text your mama, your daddy, or your brother or sister and they don't answer? And then they call you back and say, oh, my bad, I was asleep. Or how many times do you text a friend or a family member and they don't? respond right then but a few minutes or a few hours later they respond say oh my bad i was asleep listen sis god never sleeps and he never ever 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 slumbers so go to him number six Submit to the process. God wants to rebuild and repair you. Verse 4 says, They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago. They will revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. God wants to rebuild and repair you. So since I challenge you today to ask God, how can I start this season of repair? How can I start this season of rebuilding myself, God? Lord, I want to be rebuilt from the things that tore me down. God, rebuild my mind, rebuild and repair my heart. God, give me the blueprint of how you want me 
to go about this season of repairing and rebuilding because sis i can't give it to you instagram influencers can't give it to you your mama your daddy they can't give it to you we can give you advice but sis everybody's season of repair and rebuilding looks different your healing season will look different than my healing season there may be some similarities but that's why god is so amazing because he will make it um he will make an individual plan for you because what works for you may not work for me what works for me may not work for you but that's the 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 great thing about god is that although we're all his children he knows us so well that he knows what works for us and what will not work for us so instead of trying to go to these other places and other things for healing Go to God and say, God, how do you want me to handle this season of repair and rebuild? And God may even tell you, sis, go get you a therapist. I mean, God won't call you sis. He may say daughter. Okay, daughter, go get you a therapist. And that's fine. But ask God how he wants you to rebuild and repair. And I pray that he will reveal it to you, sis, that he gives you the guidance and the the, the tools and the resources that you need so that you are healed and so that you walk in the freedom of those things that once held you captive. Number seven, take the lessons of the past and move on. I truly believe that Issa and Lawrence need to take the lessons of the past and move on. Move on. <laughs> move on. Y'all learned your lesson and you can move on. Take the lessons of the past and move on. Number eight, why do you want to sign up for the same course? When you've already passed the class. Why would we want to sign up for the same course? Because it's easy. This last degree that I had. I was always trying to sign up for the same professor. Why? Because I knew what that professor would expect. I knew that what I could do in that professor's class. I knew that professor would work with my schedule as an adult. And somebody that has an actual career. Like I knew that already. So I signed up for um, their classes. But why do you want to sign up for the same course when you've already passed the class? Why do you want to go back to your past when you've already been when you've already successfully passed it? And then verse seven, instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. Sis, on the other side of your healing, on the other side of you letting go of what God is telling you to let go of on the other side of your obedience. God says he um, has a double share of honor in a place of your shame and dishonor. He says that you will possess a double portion. Basically, he'll give you double for your trouble. That is on the other side of your healing. That's on the other side of you being obedient. That's on the other side of you finally letting go of the things that God wants you to let go of. I've said this before and I'll say it again. We can't look forward and backward, backwards at the same time. And although, let me also, again, add this disclaimer. Just because somebody is from your past does not mean that they're a bad person. But it also does not mean that it's necessary for you to constantly try to bring the past with you in the present and take them into your future. Y'all, God wants to do new things in our lives. And it took me a while, but I had to finally get to a place where I stopped trying to, A, um, 
always try to look at the past and try to bring the past with me in the present and the future. But B, I had to stop always running to the past when the present got uncomfortable. I had to stop running to the past when the present got uncomfortable and when the the future just seemed so unsure of. Like, I just didn't know what God was doing. But, sis, God wants to give you beauty for your ashes. So stop picking up those ashes. He didn't say he'll give you ashes for your ashes. He'll give you beauty in place of those ashes. He'll give you double for your trouble. And instead of shame and dishonor, he will give you a double share of honor. God is so good, y'all. And I'm so grateful for him for not allowing me to stay stuck in my past. I thank him that now my past makes me uncomfortable. So I can't even be comfortable trying to go back to my past. I thank God that my past didn't want me. Whether it's a man, whether it's a friendship, whether it's an opportunity. Um, I'm glad that the doors that didn't open, didn't open. I'm so happy about it. And I pray that for those of you who are listening to this, who are battling with, oh, my past looks so comfortable. It looks so good because right now it doesn't feel good. It doesn't look good. I pray that you will continue to press forward. I pray that you will continue to go to God about everything, the big things, the small things, and the in-between things. Why? Because God is concerned about everything that concerns you. God is concerned about those things, y'all. He's concerned about those things. And another thing that I just love and I thank God for reminding me this is that he never sleeps or slumbers, but that he's always, he's always keeping his eyes on us and he watches over us 24, 7, 365. So ladies, I love you. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. And I am so excited about what God is doing. He's releasing his daughters. No, let me let me say let me rephrase that. He has already released us, but he is waiting for us to walk in the freedom and he's waiting for us to actually walk, talk, live, pray, praise and worship like we're already the released women that we are. And so I love you. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. Make sure that you are following Release Women on Instagram. We go live every Wednesday for Release Wednesdays. So you get a double portion. Ha, you see what I did there? You get a double portion of these gems. You get a double portion of motivation just to kind of keep you going. And y'all, please continue to pray for me. Pray that as I pour out that God will refill, that God will refill me. Because we can't pour from empty cups. So I hope you have an awesome week. I hope that y'all are in good spirits. I pray that as your soul prospers, that your life prospers and that those around you prosper. I will see y'all next week. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be safe and continue to love on one another.